You're listening to Witch Police Radio, Episode 9. Uh, this week we had another guest host, as Rob was unable to make it to the podcast. So we brought in Greg Arcade, uh, who you may know uh, as a local musician who... Um, you probably heard one of his bands over the years anyway, and you probably loved it. Uh, he's filling in for Rob on this episode, which is uh, talking about Ruined. Ruined is the theme. Uh, starting with uh, the past few weeks, we've been doing a random word generator, which is coming up with the theme of the show. So Ruined is today's show, and this is a pretty good uh, pretty good episode. Uh, me, Greg, and John had some interesting things to talk about. And yeah, you should check it out, and you should also check out our show on uh, UMFM 101.5 in Winnipeg. It plays on Monday nights at 11 o'clock p.m. And you can also listen to it online at umfm.com. Uh, if you're interested in the social media stuff, you can check us out on Twitter at, at witchpolice or at witchpolicefm for the radio show. And you can also check out Rob at, at Rob Crooks or Greg Arcade at, at Greg Arcade. I know I said at about 35 times there, but whatever. Yeah, because I was looking at used ones, but like, uh, you know, it's hard. You have to kind of luck out and find what you're looking for. Yeah, well, like, I guess I saw a couple of cool ones on Kijiji, but it's like, I don't know, it's a toss up. You always gotta try it out. And yeah, the Kijiji, Kijiji route is like, weird because I don't want like warp necks and weirdness going on. Yeah, you've got to go somewhere to visit some stranger's house and then, you know, quite possibly not buy it. Couldn't you maybe get a really good deal from that though? Like, potentially? Yeah, sometimes. You can. Yeah. There's a guy selling a strat on Kijiji for 60 bucks right now <laughs> because the neck's a bit warped and the How much is a bit? falling out. Well, that doesn't what? sound very good. <laughs> How much is a bit in terms of warped? Is it like. Yeah, can you. Oh, I think it's like very minuscule. I'm pretty sure that I didn't even look at the warped. Of yep. the neck, he just showed me pictures of like the frets coming out, which you can like grab a piece of wood and just like hammer, hammer that back, back in, in yeah. and it's fine. And then the warped neck, it's probably just some guy showed up, was like, Yo, the neck's warped, you should give me more of a deal. It's right. like it's $60. It's pretty guy. good, pretty good deal to give Like, yeah. yeah. All right, well, we're here on Witch Please Radio. Uh, this is episode number nine, and as you may have noticed from the talking, Mr. Rob Crooks is unavailable today, and we've replaced him with Greg Arcade. Hi. And John is back. After, I'm back. After a week uh, hiatus, missing the um, school episode. Yeah. John's back for this one. And this one, um, we've started uh, making our episodes by using a random text generator <laughs> as the theme. So before we were doing themes where we kind of uh, kind of mutually agreed upon, or I decided what the theme was going to be, and it was, you know, we had like ones like drugs, and there was the uh, fire, and things like that, diseases. But now we're just getting random words, so they're not even necessarily going to fit. So today's, today's theme is ruined. Strange theme. It's a strange theme, but it's what it came up with, so it's like we gotta go with it. But it's appropriate because it's Blue Monday. Because it's Blue Monday, yeah. And maybe Blue you want to you want to talk about Blue um, Monday. Or are you, were you gonna play the song Blue Monday? Well, there's the song. Yeah, I picked up uh, one of those tunes for later. Am I allowed to say it, or is it like a surprise? yeah, yeah? No, go ahead. Okay, it's like off uh, the Buddy Holly Holly Billy album. It's all right. this stuff from like 1956 in that yeah, year yeah, or something. Yeah. So he's getting produced by a bunch of like country producers at the time, and yeah, it, it's just like his version of uh, Blue Monday, and it's cool because it's. Buddy Holly is yeah. playing R&B, you know. Yeah. I think that's a, isn't that an old Fats song? Fats Domino song? Oh, probably. I think it is, like, yeah. From sounds like it sounds like it could be, yeah. But yeah, it's killer, and it's just like, that was one thing I was talking to you about when you asked me to do this, yeah. you know, like, oh, I guess I'll pick these two tracks. And but I actually liked, I don't know, John, I don't know if he, I don't think I sent you his, his rationale behind his songs, but they were, um, I find that I tend to kind of, when I, when I get a theme, I try to look for a song with that in the title. Which doesn't always work, especially for something like this. But I mean, you had like a really weird kind of tangent of how how these connect to the theme of room, which was cool. So I like that. I mean, you, John does that. You play too, like an so. old uh, traditional song from like a 
Chinese dynasty that is no more. <laughs> That's essentially what I picked. It's kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, in, in a way, but not in not exact, quite yeah. exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I was thinking know. ruin. Yeah. But ruined. Okay. Ruined. Yeah. So I mean, what happens if we get a word that like doesn't just doesn't fit at all? Like, do we, are, are That's we... even better because you got to see. That's where the guest host thing could come in great. Yeah. Because maybe that person's gonna throw something out there you didn't even think Never, about. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, Halker last week did. He did some pretty some pretty good stuff. So, just because last time was school and. Uh, I mean, right away I was thinking of these obvious things to do, but he picked some stuff I'd never even heard of before, which was cool. So Awesome. So, yeah. So, we're going to start with Ruined. Um, and like I was saying, I'm kind of, the immediate thing I go to is thinking of something with a similar kind of title. So, both of my songs I've chosen today have related to Ruined kind of stuff going on in the title. The first one I'm going to play is by Godflesh. I don't know if you guys are... Uh, yeah. Godflesh is one of my favorite bands, and I haven't had a chance to play them on here. Um, the song's called Devastator, and... Um, Obviously, the connection with, with Ruin itself, their album Street Cleaner, which is, I think it's their most critically acclaimed album. It's really good. It's really early. I like kind of some of their later stuff better. When are these guys around? Still? Well, they broke up pretty recently, like okay. within the past decade or so, but this is 90, 1991, I think. Okay. And uh, some of their later stuff, how I got into them in the first place was um, some of their later stuff had like uh, a lot of dub in it. Like they did a whole album where they did a dub version of their album and it's like nice. really heavy. Hmm. So it's not reggae at all, but they took like, you know, the... Uh, yeah. The kind of way you would make a dub version of a reggae album, and they did it to one of their whole albums, and so it's the metal, right? But they did it, and there's lots of um, they're really, really heavy on the drum machines, so it works really well with that kind of thing. This isn't a dub song. This is like a pretty noisy, almost industrially kind of thing going on. But um, I like them because of that, because they they do a lot of weird experiments with stuff that you wouldn't necessarily, and it's just two guys too, which is cool. Awesome. So, hmm. so Devastator by Godflesh, and uh, this song has like maybe three lines of lyrics, which is kind of something I like. You know, so we'll we'll talk about that after. But we're gonna listen to the song, and uh, yeah, here we go.
That was uh, Devastator by Godflesh. I mean, I guess you guys can probably tell if it's the theme of Ruined. Um, I was actually, like, I was a little wrong with the year. I was thinking it was 1991, but it's actually 1989. And uh, it's their second album that came out in 89. And uh, apparently they were really into, um, like, 80s hip-hop, which is why the drum machine, why they had a drum machine in there. So apparently for some of these songs, he was trying to specifically, like, copy, like, Eric B. and Rakim. Hmm. Like, with, um, which is kind of a cool... An unusual thing for an English guy who plays metal in '89 yeah. to be. Like, That's a pretty cool crossover. Yeah, too, it's kind of yeah. neat. So, I mean, like this the lyrics in this are essentially. I mean, there's a few more lines, but it's basically just truth misuser, abuser, death dealer, devastator. There has to be someone killed. That's <laughs> essentially like what the lyrics are. So, I like it. Um, it's off the album Street Cleaner, which is like it's all really like that. I mean, um, some of the later stuff is really gone into beforehand but yeah I, I i dig it it's uh it's a really good band i, I kind of um think that they're they seem to be overlooked a little bit like i mean i, I have ha i don't like buying things off the internet like i have this weird like fear of technology so <laughs> um and so, yet where are you listening to i know this? i know i know for sure like the thing, i have no problem putting stuff on the internet and giving away for free mm, but when it comes go. to like making purchases or anything like that i don't do it so finding godflesh albums has not been that easy for me because i only will go to stores and then yeah. Hope that they turn up. So I got like the first album I had of this was a tape, and I got it when I was like, I don't know, like nineteen or something. But um, since then, I've just been kind of like I'll be randomly looking at a music trader and just like, oh, whoa, whoa, go flesh, and you know, yeah. and pick it up. So, hmm. but I don't know. What did you guys think? Like, did you guys? Uh... Yeah. Well, I, I was asking at the beginning whether because you were gonna read the lyrics. Yeah. Whether the sampled stuff in the background. I thought maybe that was. It. I don't know what the and samples then, are from, but yeah, yeah okay. then the lyrics come in right because you see yeah. the kind of. Like, so are all the vocals kind of like. Pretty heavy, yeah. Pretty, uh... yeah. Although this guy, though, the Justin Broderick, the main guy from the band, is like uh, he has um, another band. He's been in a bunch of bands. He was in Napalm Death for a while too. Like, but he was he's in uh, this band now called uh, Jisoo. It's like Jesus with, a, with an S, <laughs> and uh, it's so weird because it's like this really, really kind of spacey, dreamy. It's almost like and he sings clean, and it's like um, it's really ambient almost, but with guitars and stuff. Like it's it's just, it's like it's still kind of heavy. No, or is it's it just it's, like really kind of. It's really kind of like whoa, man, we're dreamy. It's cool. It's oh, like, cool. Jisoo. Yeah, yeah, so he's obviously got like a thing with religion. I mean, God flesh, you know, and that, you know, it's like. Yeah. So I mean, not, not very pro religion, but. Hmm. You know. But just yeah, exploring it. That's yeah. cool. So I don't know. I thought I was trying to think like what could go with ruined and this like devastator that that would work. So. I thought it was neat. It was like, um, like I've been listening to so much kind of just like noisy grind or anything that much lately. Yeah. I've been 
more in a structured lifestyle. Yeah. So well, and I mean, I guess like, the type of music cool, you play though. yourself probably leads you to listen to a lot of stuff that will relate to that more. Than... Actually, I kind of go the other way. No, like, that's good. I like listen outside of it, and like you got to know. Like when I play music, you got to know your roots, kind of. But right. listen to cool stuff because like. Otherwise, you're just keyholing yourself and regurgitating. And some people who listen to my shit will be like, oh, well, you are just regurgitating. It's like, right. well, not really. Like, I like 60s production styles. That's why it sounds like this, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. That's not because I was listening to, like, Rockabilly specifically. Like, my production style comes from, like, listening mainly, like, 60s garage and things like yeah, that. Yeah. So, like, I like to do what they were doing, you know, and try cool things like that. But. That's in- Yeah, it's interesting to take the approach of the production style rather than you know, rather than the, the artist, style, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. and th- I think that's who I respect more of like those well some of that stuff like... is so distinct too some of, I know this is kind of a tangent but some of the stuff from that era is like super distinct production style and everything but can... even this like we were saying like in 89 the stuff that this guy was doing like if he would have done that last year I don't yeah. know if I would have been so impressed right you know because but like he had to have been using tape machines and samplers and, the, oh, and yeah, yeah, analog sure. yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, so yeah. like but last year he could have done that in like on his computer. Yeah, exactly. Laptop, a bit, yeah. like yeah. with Cubase or something, you know, and yeah. done that in so much less time. So, like, like we essentially did that with Galactus. Yeah. On, on like a couple of uh, samplers and things, right? Like, and like keyboards and stuff, right? So. Mm-hmm. And it's still cool. Like, I'm not going to say that right, cool. stuff. Oh, I better go. No. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Yeah, right? I like, exactly his production mean. style was really cool, and I don't know. I think it was. It's more on the forefront of what he was doing at that time, too. Unless I'm mistaken, like unless there's tons of other middle yeah. in there, yeah. And I just didn't <laughs> I know, know that, but yeah, to me it seems like it was, it was just like a cool pioneering thing. I, I, I tug it. I kind of feel that like in the '90s, um, there's a lot of stuff that I kind of feel like I would have really been into if I'd given it a chance. Like a lot of industrial type stuff. Like when I was in the, I mean, there me was, too. I was listening to like Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. I still love all that stuff. Mud Honey, like I love those bands. Still listen to them all the time. Still today, mm-hmm. but. Even, like, the mainstream stuff that was like that, like Nine Inch Nails and all that, I just kind of passed it off as, like, ah, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, you get very, like, almost cliquey with your musical Yeah, 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 when you're that young, right? Yeah, especially if you get thrown through, like, public school system, you know, like, you either, you're either one of those kids who goes to parties and listens to all, like, the hip-hop, or you listen to punk and skateboard. Yeah. But you've still got to be up on, like, what other people are into, it seems. Yeah, so I remember thinking, like... I mean, if I had listened to that when I was, like, 13, I would have been cool. Like, you know, I mean, I thought, thought I was cool anyway. But, I mean, we were, you know, I had a band when I was 12, right? Yeah. And we were doing, like, Nirvana covers and stuff, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, can you imagine if we Your were Your parents would have freaked that? out if you were doing shit yeah. like that. Yeah. But how good would it have been, right? I mean, like, you know, it was pretty good anyway for a 12-year-old. So, like, if, you know... Like, I mean, like, you think about that show we played as Lint. We were, like, 13, right? At the, oh, I can't imagine I how that bad picture. that was. Yeah. That, I saw a picture of you. Yeah, there's a few of them. Yeah, 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 it was amazing. Well, there's recordings. But we had a band when we were 13, and like, we were playing, like, no effects covers and whatever. I think we were 13, 14. Something like so, that. And we played a show. But if we'd been listening to that yeah. instead of no effects, <laughs> like, no how crazy friends. would that have been, though? Yeah. Like, can you imagine a bunch of teenagers? That would have been cool. Like, yeah, have you, no, have you seen a video of these guys performing? No, I haven't. Okay. I've seen music videos, which is pretty weird. Okay. Lots of religious imagery floating around and stuff. and uh, I think it's pretty awesome that we can just hop on and be like, I wonder what they're like live now. Like, it's yeah. out there. And you can you can watch it, yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they actually, I mean, I read like a few months ago, maybe it was last year even, there was, you know, like Exclaim Magazine does that big uh, center piece with the timeline of bands? They had them in it, or not them, sorry, the one guy in particular, because he's been in all these other bands. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting, but of course, like, I that was a while ago and I've forgotten <laughs> all of it. But uh, I think that Godflesh did get back together a couple of years ago for a festival like as a one-off thing yeah but I don't think they're still still around but anyway Godflesh Devastator there you go I like him cool name who yeah yeah 
Cool, both song and Do we kind of vote on it right now? It just feels no, like no, that no, kind no. of environment where we vote. No, what do you, what, what are you voting? What's, what's, the, what's the vote? What are they, uh... I'm going to vote perhaps. Perhaps? Can I, I give it like a... Are we giving number grades or something? Yes. Yes, a number grade. A perhaps out of ruined? Yes. Or a yeah, perhaps, perhaps out of, out of ten. ruined. <laughs> it's partially ruined, yeah. Partially ruined. <laughs> I don't know. Alright, maybe... Okay, still somewhat play. intact. So maybe I'll play one next. Alright. And uh, I'm going to play a, a Captain Beefheart song. Cool. Uh... From Trout Mask Replica, you which is what? like his... Yeah, that's the album, right? The there. album, yeah. yeah. My dad saw Captain Beefheart live and Frank Zappa in L.A. in the 70s. Holy smokes. Yeah. Oh, man. So, which is... I mean, I, you know, he, didn't live, he lived there very briefly, but mm. he actually saw them. Pretty cool. Which would be cool. I uh, definitely wasn't into Captain Beefheart in the 70s. No, I was uh, And probably only in the last, like, five years. I didn't really know who he was. Like, Frank Zappa, too, like, I... Same like five six. That is a weird album. Yeah. Trauma's That's a weird. It is, and like when it, that was one of the first ones I that was the first one I heard, and it yeah. was like, whoa, what, you know, what is what this? What is this? Or, yeah, yeah. What is this? Yeah. If you can yeah. do his voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was I was looking for stuff to play, and uh, this I played I listened to the song, and I couldn't have remember having listened to it recently at all. Like I it didn't. It's not like I saw the song and went aha. But I listened to it, thought it was pretty cool. Figured I'd play it and see how it fared on the uh, the rune Druid, scale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so let, yeah, let's check it out. This is uh, My Human Gets Me Blues, Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band. Right on. Off Trope Mask Replica. in your x-ray gig of dress I knew you were under duress I knew you under your dress Just keep coming Jesus you're the best dress You look dandy in the sky but you don't scare me cause I got you here in my eye In this lifetime you got my human gets me blue. With your jaw hanging slack in your hair's curling like an old navy fork sticking in the sunset. The way you were dancing, I knew you'd never come back. You were straining to keep your old black crack patent shoes. In this lifetime, you got my human gets me blues. Well, the way you've been, old lady, I could see the fear in your windows. Under your furry crawling brow, a silver bow rings up in inches. You were afraid you'd be the devil's red wife. But it's all right, God dug your dance and would have you young and in his harem dress you the way he wants cause he never had a doll. Cause everybody made him a boy. And God didn't think to ask his preference. You can bring your dress 
in your favorite dog, in your husband's cane, in your old spotted hog. Cause in this lifetime, you've got my human gets me blues. Alright, that was, uh, my human gets me blues. By uh, Captain Beefheart. How do you fit that to the theme? In his magic band. Yeah, well, I was thinking about it because. Uh, I mean, is this one of those, like, those typical John moves where it's yeah, like, I'm gonna, gonna add a little bit of. Uh, <laughs> it's just like I just like this song a yeah. lot. I, I'm gonna add a little uh, twist of interpretation right. on it. No, it's good though. It's cool. It's yeah. Cool. So here's what I was thinking because okay. um, it's about you know. I know see, what you're see, thinking. Seeing this woman. <laughs> Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> Leave him in the ground. <laughs> Thank you for getting the reference. Don't right. take them up by yeah. the old mill. No idea what you're talking about. Not behind the old church. All right. In the old Indian graveyard. It's a big rod. Where do we go? <laughs> stop using the sound. <laughs> stop using the ground once it went sound. Uh, anyway. John, uh, don't take your kid out of the ground. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got some uh, Gregor K. Blues going. <laughs> I wish he didn't come. Uh, okay, so I was thinking it's about like seeing this woman and kind of it reminded me of like the cinematic, uh, being blown away, speechless uh, thing, which might also be called, you know, she ruined me, you know, like caught dead in your feet, stopped dead in your tracks, uh, kind of situation. You know, put to put it briefly. All right. Yeah, and I like the track. Yeah, I like the song a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, not like it's coherent some of the songs on here are just are like just noise like well it's not noise but just like caffeine. i well I, I read uh years ago when i first heard it that he would record some of the vocal tracks in like a soundproof booth live with the other musicians but he couldn't actually hear them, hear them yeah. he would just like be going off and that's this one awesome it is pretty awesome that's but it's really at times cool. really disorienting as well that's do you really... think the producer actually or the engineer i mean would cut it and put it with this song at all or they just keep it as like I don't know. It seems like, like he—he he seems like the like type that would time, want. It. Though this one, that's why I, this one is I more, would say it's more, more coherent because oh, it's okay. yeah, it's yeah. The, it goes with the changes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, that was cool. That was cool. That's an interesting way of trying to do a recording. I kind of want to do it. Like try that. You know, it would be, be fun. I mean, it might not work. It's an experiment well. where yeah, you have to be ready to take that one. Yeah. Take that. Maybe well, that almost reminds me work. in like a completely opposite way <laughs> of um, the way that we've talked about this in another show, the Mars Volta, how they used to record until the current album, where it would be like. The one guy would have all the music written, like not written because in his head, and he would teach each individual member how the songs went, and then record them each individually where they're not hearing anything else. Yeah. And then he would put it all together. So all all they're doing is recording one part, like the bass player is just recording the bass part, doesn't hear anything else, has no idea what the song sounds like, and then the guitarist and the singer put everything together at the end, which is really cool. Yeah, I like that concept. So mm-hmm. this is like kind of the opposite, of that almost like where everyone else has done their thing and he goes on top, right? Like, yeah. Well, I wonder how much like jamming was involved too, because like one of the like incarnations of his backing band was called the whatever jam band i right. think so right so was a bit of that, yeah. yeah i wonder how much of it is just like okay in c go yeah, or not then... even in c just like, <laughs> yeah just go, in yeah. go <laughs> in go yeah well do you think he'd be like in a booth recording at the same time as the band is that what they said that's what it sounded like or yeah. would he be more like the band would just record a bunch and he'd come in and he'd just like well this is the 60s right so i don't know how like what kind of equipment he had access well, to but the 60s they still knew how to layer uh, oh yeah yeah for sure layer like a vocal track on top of a for sure band, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, so but i'm wondering maybe like if uh, what you think you're saying is like if it's they're in one part of the room playing and he's in a soundproof booth like playing and it's all recording at once like is that well I was, that's the impression i got but i don't i don't know yeah i was just wondering that's not like, like 
Yeah, no, I'm just, be, I'm know. really thinking about just how how they would put that together. And I'm not sure. It's cool. I dig it. It is very cool, yeah. So on a scale of Ruined? Well, I don't think it really... All right. I mean, it's kind yeah, of a distant from the theme, but I like the song, so... My vague interpretation. Your vague interpretation. <laughs> your vague interpretation. She ruined me. Yeah. You ruined the so. interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh. We were all waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. we were, yeah. 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 <laughs> We it should be a comedy podcast. We should like. Yeah. No, <laughs> that would be a good idea. At all. Comedy is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> comedy is bad. You just like comedy. Uh, you know? I don't know. Forced comedy. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, all my friends who do comedy. You but... have lots of friends who do comedy. Yeah, yeah. I do. A, a good number of them, and it's kind of like, I don't know. I get into it, but it's just there's only so much that I can hear the same joke told by a yeah. different person, and it's like, tell me something new. Well, I think that like I've like, been. Since we started doing this, I've been kind of looking for random podcasts to listen to, and I've been listening to stuff from, like, you know, hugely popular ones to just some guy I found on the internet randomly who does something like this. And so, like, the level of quality varies greatly. Mm. And yeah. there's a lot of ones where someone is trying to be funny, and, like, even on the big, big-name podcast, and it just, it's like, it, it fails so That's, bad. that's like, what I don't like, you know? Like, I'm not going to say I never laugh at yeah. a comedian on stage. I don't like jokes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Look, the disproved right now. Yeah, right, just right, laugh. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, it's just, I, just the forced nature of it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, where you're, like, stuck in a room and you, like, because the recording's on, you have to be funny. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a professional joke, man. Yeah. No, no. No. I find that, like, the parts that are funny of this show are, well, obviously they're completely unintentional, but they're probably not funny to anybody else. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, I listen back to it, you know, we'll probably hear it on the radio tonight and, um, you know. What time is that going on again? 11? Yeah, actually, the show, like, uh, you, you know, you've been hearing this a little bit later, but the show uh, is going to be on the air. It is on the air on UMFM 101.5. Might have been kicked uh, off by now. No, no, we're still beyond. We'll still okay. be on. It's good. But uh, actually, I mean, you've probably heard the intro that I tack on at the beginning of every show anyway, so it doesn't matter. But uh, it's 101.5, Monday nights at 11, and you can hear uh, Witch Police Radio on the actual radio, which is really cool. I, I, was, I'm really I dig it. This it. is awesome, by the way, where you've like taken this in. I remember when you just yeah. were like, hey... I think I'm just going to start a blog. I think yeah. I'm going to do Blogger. Do you know how to use Blogger? Yeah, that's right. I, didn't so I remember that, and I was like, I don't know. And then, yeah. like, down the road, it's, like, an actual cool podcast that people that I know that don't even know you, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go do this thing. And like, oh, which police? I read that sometimes. And I'm oh, like, that's cool. That's cool, yeah. It's, it like, cool, it's yeah. spreading around. and yeah. I don't know. I like it. It's cool to have a local blog. But enough yeah. uh, embellishing ourselves. Yeah. Should we move on yeah, to Yeah, let's the move on song? to what you got. You got some uh, um, interesting kind of... Yeah, I guess I guess the one that I'm going to pull out right now is uh, Fleetwood Mac, because you got to love the Mac. That's I, a mistake. But I anyway. love the Mac. I don't, do you actually? Or I love Fleetwood Mac. So there's Mac. no, like, sarcastic, uh, I'm playing this kind of as a joke thing? No, no, I absolutely... I think that Fleetwood Mac is like the perfect production for the sound right i think that they've done it perfectly like yeah there's things that i could comment on like especially the reason why i picked this song it's sang by stevie yeah, nicks that's, that's... and stevie nicks is essentially ruined at this point like physically and that's why you so... chose song, right? <laughs> well kind of and it's also called <laughs> it's called seven wonders so there's right. seven wonders that are all and like how many of them are actually still well, intact of the modern the wonders they're all intact but the ancient wonders yeah that's that's kind of, of like the way i looked at it you know it's like yeah. yeah, it's just like, I don't know, I really like the song, I think it's really cool, and I think that everyone should listen to Fleetwood Mac. What album is it from? Is it from the... Uh, I don't remember which one it's from. It's not from like the big album I, that everyone has. Except the Rumors is the big one yeah, that everyone yeah, yeah. has. I just grabbed the greatest hits so I could yeah. bring it over, but okay. I think the greatest hits, the the one CD greatest hits you can download, is why I like Fleetwood Mac that much, because if I listen to the whole catalog, <laughs> actually I'm like, alright, some of this stuff needs to be cut, but like... Sometimes just sitting there and like throwing on like Tusk or Rumors yeah, or something yeah. front to back, it's it's a good album. Just listen I don't know. through. I, I'm not. You a don't fan. have I'm to not, like I'm it. I'm not a fan, but, but it's a cool. We'll hear the song. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about it. So all right, here we so go. The song's called. 
Ah, uh, Seven Wonders. So that was uh, Seven Wonders by Fleetwood Mac. Right. And so Sam hates Stevie I, Nicks. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't hate Stevie Nicks. I don't, she sounds like uh, some kind of... Um, it's a goat. It's, it's a, a goat. It's a goat. There's too much warbling going on. It's and true. That's, but, and that's I think that song of like that whole just like best of that I grabbed, Yeah. Um, that uh, song is probably the most goaty 
You know, like <laughs> I know you were saying about how you just you just hate her voice, so that was yeah. not the best example to sell you on Fleetwood it was Mac. Good, yeah. But the reason that I like Fleetwood Mac is like if you listen to it, the production is just it's not always crisp, but it's perfect. And I think that's the one thing that a lot of people don't get when they're like doing a record. It's like they either want it to be too grungy and they don't realize that they should scale it back a bit and right. be just in that perfect like tone zone, for lack of a better term. And then same same with like if you go to like a fancy studio that just is really like they're getting paid a lot of money an hour, so of course they're gonna yeah. make it super clean and take their yeah. time because you're paying more and they want it to be associated as a good name of their thing, you know. So like I feel that Fleetwood Mac was that perfect balance in production. Like they actually cared about how the song was presented, okay. you know. And they'd still go out there and they do like cool things. Like you ever heard that song Head Kicked In? No, it sounds. It's like a rock and roll song by Fleetwood Mac, <laughs> and it's like it sounds like an old like surf rockabilly tune and it's like well, somebody gonna get the head kicked in tonight and it's like who's singing it uh the dude from fleetwood mac i forget his name because i don't care that much right the, i'm just gonna be honest with everybody like all right can, Lindsay buckingham yeah that's him <laughs> <laughs> who cares about fleetwood mac all of a sudden <laughs> no is that is that the other that's the dude right i think isn't that the other girl no that's the guy i don't who know who used to date stevie nicks and Very was yeah to... yes yes yeah, the, you're right. the john hair yeah with john yeah. hair yeah <laughs> And then the other girl. But anyway, Fleetwood Mac, as far as production, like, I was telling you when we were listening to the song, yeah. if you like dub, you like Fleetwood Mac. Which I can't, I can't. You can't believe it, yeah. until you start actually listening to it. Like I told you, put it on headphones, right. listen to, like, the samples well, and stuff. And there's weird, there's weirdness going on underneath the track Yeah. that, yeah, they're making pop songs, but what they were doing was, like, it was cool. It was making their fans smarter by not right. just giving them the same bullshit straight ahead crap. Like, there is some cool stuff going on in those songs. And if you take the time to listen to it, you'll appreciate it. And if you don't take the time to listen to it, it's just going to sound like a pop song. You're going to like it anyway. It's good. Great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I, I don't know. I just, you know, honestly, I haven't heard a lot. I haven't heard that much of their stuff. Everything I've heard has been kind of in the sense that that is where there's the goat goading. Yep. Goating. Um, and, <laughs> and I just, I just can't, I can't get into her voice. And that's been well, the kind of the, but there's some and I know she's not always the singer. There's some songs. Yeah. That's the thing. Like yeah. if you really hate the next songs, yeah. move on to other ones. Like yeah. she'll hit a couple backups and a couple songs. Like, which is probably fine. Yeah. I'm just trying to think about what songs would be good ones for you to listen to. Like, I really like the song everywhere. It's right. one of my favorite tunes. So it's like a good one for if it's rainy outside and you're having some tea, listen to that song. That's what that sounds song like. Something I would like. Yeah. <laughs> I like but, to stay indoors. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, yeah. So that was that one. Um, cool. That yeah. was good. I haven't listened yeah. to much Fleetwood Mac either, so. Oh, and the yeah. ruin theme. Yeah, yeah. Did we go about, over that? You, well, you mentioned that Stevie Nicks is ruined. Well, physically. <laughs> you heard her voice lately. Yeah, it sounds so, good. Well, they they're together still again, right? Fleetwood I, Mac, I think they yeah, toured here they, or something. They're touring here. I or? watched some video though of her singing in like I think it was like Long Beach or something yeah. for some Harley Davidson convention. Oh no! And she would put on a lot of weight, and she was wearing clothes that were way too small for her, and she was outrageously goaty. And then I watched <laughs> a video of her today at work because yeah. i was like man i wonder like what's yeah. up with what's her? going on yeah. and there was a video of her in 2011 and she like grew her hair longer again and she looked like she lost some weight it looks like she was like taking care of her voice and it was wow. less goatee yeah. so i was kind of like i don't know kind of like, like a goatee is now a term that describes sort of vocal style <laughs> just stevie yeah. just stevie nicks is nothing else. like on south park you know, it's like oh stevie nicks is here and it's yeah, just yeah. a goat yeah, that's, like, right, that's right that's right that's right <laughs> Uh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. And the theme of Ruined, you know, we went over that. Yeah. No, it's good. It was, uh, I mean, I didn't like the song, but... <laughs> I'll give it a goat out of Ruined. Goat out of Ruined, yeah. <laughs> Three goats. Three goats, Three goats, yeah. Goats. Have you guys seen, uh, speaking of goats, have you guys seen the video of the goat screaming like a man? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> when we come back after the next time we play, I'm gonna find it on YouTube and we'll we'll, we'll hear it. It's just it's just gonna be played. It's, yeah. it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also the fainting goats. You guys seen that too? Yeah. yeah. It's also goats are great for videos, man. They're good. So yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Rewind. Go again. Go again. Um, rewind. Rewind. Yeah. I, I was gonna go next and um like like I did with the first song. I'm gonna play something that pretty much connects to the theme in the title. Um, this is another band that I love. They pretty close to being my favorite band ever. Sometimes I think they are, and it's Bad Brains. And the yeah. song is called Destroy Babylon. And like seriously, I mean, it's really obvious. Like just the song is pretty clear what they're talking about. And I mean, this actually kind of is something that comes up a lot on this show. Is that no matter what the theme is, I can always think of about 7,000 reggae songs I could play that fit the theme, right? Like, we had the drugs one. It's like, I didn't play any reggae songs on that because, like, this is too obvious. Like, uh, there's so many of the themes that come up. The police one, I mean, right? Yeah. So, I mean, Destroy Babylon, that theme is going to come up in, like, look at the albums I got there. I, you yeah. pick any random five records from there and you're going to have songs about that. Yeah. But, I mean, I've been wanting to play Bad Brains pretty much since we started doing the show. I kind of want to do a show where it's just all me playing Bad Brains and talking about it. <laughs> just do it. But I, I actually wanted to do a couple of things like that. Like, I have this, um, it's not really relevant to anything, but this, uh, I, I want to talk about it because it's awesome. Uh, this album, uh, you know Dope Smoker by Sleep? Yeah. I got the, the reissue, and I want to just play the whole thing and just talk about it. I think it'll be a cool show. You should. You should, and, like, you should have, like, the Because, I mean, the song is, like, an hour and a half long, right? But, yeah, you should have, like, the mic going. And talk about it And then talk playing. about it while it's playing, but then if there's, like, a part that you talk on and you really want to hear, yeah. I'm like, boop, 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 just go again, yeah. And just, like, dub sounds. Yeah, it'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 pretty yeah. good sound effects. That'd be yeah. great, yeah, yeah. The air horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Gunshots, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. All right, so, so yeah, Bad Brains, Destroy Babylon, uh, pretty clear connection to the theme. Bad Brains is all about destroying Babylon. Kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with the whole roster thing, so... Yeah. Uh, it's a great song, great band, one of the best bands in the universe. Babylon, destroy Babylon. Um, that sounded really un uninspired. I love, I love the song. I love the band. Um, we were saying destroy Babylon. Destroy Babylon. Good one. Yeah. Sam is a Rasta robot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am here to yeah. praise Jaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, we were talking about in the in the while we were listening to the song, the, the just the whole concept of four like black Rasta guys playing hardcore is just 
that you were saying even if, they, even if people don't like the music yeah. they should appreciate the concept because it's such an original thing going on yeah. and I mean all the subject matter is it's just, yeah. I mean it's it's like spiritual music right I mean this is like I know we did a whole show on spiritual music in the, uh, or in the earlier episodes but um, it's so heavy and the punk rock especially you know in the, in the late 70s early 80s was super like well even now it's this kind of like focus system man you know all this yeah. nihilistic stuff and this is all their songs about PMA the positive mental attitude like which well they, that's why you call it hardcore really and like the the elitists won't ever side with one or the other they'll always say that they're different but it's like no it's the same shit they're just singing about different types of things from a different angle yeah like, and it's such a cool angle first i mean yeah. you know i'm not religious and i obviously don't buy i mean i listen to a lot of religious music clearly because i listen to reggae and stuff but i mean i, I love the idea that this something this heavy and this kind of like fast and everything is because that's not what you think of when you think of religious music or spiritual yep. music at all. Like, you're not thinking, expecting something that heavy or that fast. And, I mean, the songs are amazing anyway, like, regardless of... I mean, they're, they're are, like, HR is out of his mind, crazy, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah, but it's still... You can't not listen to it. You know, it's yeah. like, if you're going to watch a bad TV show, you might as well turn on a Bad Brains record, even if you hate it, and listen to it, <laughs> right? Right? right. Do, okay, yeah, do you yeah. get what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like... You know, there's so much shit out there. Why are you just gonna sit in front of friends and watch it again? We've been when watching you could that be since 1994. Yeah. yeah, you know, like yeah. you could be listening to Bad Brains and yeah. not whatever. Well, have you heard the new? Is. Their new. I know I've probably mentioned this in like five different shows in the past, but their new album, the new Bad Brains album. No, I haven't listened yet. It's good. It's. I mean, they sound like how they sound. It sounds like a Bad Brains album. It's not yeah. like some. Oh, we're old. We're kind of phoning it in. It's like they're you know they're like yep. fifty some maybe, and they're they're giving it just like, doing their shit. Yeah, it's cool. That's it's really good. cool. And there's lots of dub on it and stuff, and lots of reggae. Awesome. Which I, I always like. That's how I got into them in the first place. Yeah, know, I was into the reggae angle, and I was like, I, li- I listen to punk rock too, obviously, but it was kind of a good crossing of uh, yeah. genres. So you know, destroy, ruined. Yeah, kind of fits the bill that way. But um, I good mean, track important tune. It was hard for me to pick up actually <coughs> because I uh, sorry <laughs> big tune. <laughs> Yeah, blood clot, big jewel. <laughs> uh, it, it was hard for me to decide on this one though because we've tried, I know, like to keep from playing the same bands every week. Yeah, yeah, and, I definitely have to. And this is something that Ross talked about that. last week actually, because um, he played a Wu Tang song, right? And I mean, that was one of the things is kind of like, which one do I play? Because I don't want to be playing. I mean, I want to be playing Wu Tang every week, mm-hmm. but. I can't because it would just get boring. And so, you don't have that many song slots either. So no, like, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing with Bad Brains. So I'm thinking like every time, I'm, every single theme, I've been like, okay, when what to, Bad Brains song can I play? Yeah, when to commit a band to when the to commit. theme. And this yeah. song is great. This is by no means my favorite Bad Brains song, but it's a wicked song. Yeah. So it like, and it, it was the first thing that came to mind immediately when I saw the theme. When I pressed enter on the word generator and it says ruined, I'm like, destroy Babylon. Yeah. So, there you, you know, go. So with it, so. Awesome. So yeah, do you want to uh, play another? I can do that. I'd just like to give the last song like four goats out of Ruined. Alright. Okay. Nice. <laughs> I don't even know what the rating system means anymore. I'm completely confused. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Right. I think that's higher than pretty good. Higher than pretty good? Yeah. More or less Ruined? Not completely Ruined. Right? I don't even know what you guys are talking about. No, what's your song? <laughs> I'm going to play a song by uh, the Dwarves called I'm a Living Sickness. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. You could have played that for the, the, the I know, show. I know. Yeah. I didn't even This I happens didn't a lot. Does this happen with you too? Where you, yeah, think you hear your song it's like, this works perfectly for this theme, but it would have been great for... Yeah, that does happen yeah. every, every time, yeah. actually. Uh, so I got introduced to this band by uh, Doug Fever, actually, yeah. when I was visiting in Montreal. Doug once, Fever, who like, is going to guest on one of these shows. We're going to do a... a, a call-in? A call-in guest spot on one of these shows, and he's... We didn't do anything when he... I mean, I saw him when he was here in town but we didn't uh we didn't get a chance to record anything but yeah yeah anyway yeah so 
I really like this band since yeah, listening to them. Uh, I don't have all that much material material of theirs. Like I have par- par- some partial albums. They have amazing album covers. Have you seen their album covers? No, I've not. Every single album cover is naked women with one naked male midget, and they're <laughs> covered in blood or soap or something. It's always like a bunch of naked women and this naked midget dude, and they're just covered in some kind of like liquid or salt. It's really disgusting. I guess like, that doesn't surprise mud, me too soap, much. Soap, yeah. blood, you know, and every album cover. It's all the ones I've seen, I don't think they have any albums that don't have at least two or three naked people on them. Yeah. Uh, it's gruesome. <laughs> good, though. And so, yeah, so I, uh, this kind of tied into the rune thing. I, it's kind of a, a question of who, what's ruined. Right. The, the person or everything around them. Uh, okay. And so, yeah, let's listen to the song and, uh, okay. and, and ponder that. I actually was going to, I have some stuff to take with the dwarves after, so we'll listen to the song and uh, we'll, we'll check it out. All right. Dwarves. Ruined. That was, I'm a living sickness, the dwarves. <laughs> uh, you should just be that guy all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
he's much more engaging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, you guys are commenting on the keyboards during yeah. that track. And yeah, yeah cool. I, I was listening to that the other day uh, in some headphones at a pretty moderate volume, and I took them off, and my ears were just screaming. The yeah, there's just so much noise yeah. happening. And that's just like weird frequency ranges yeah. crunching, too. I heard that. I was like, yeah. yeah, it's a great band, though. They're really cool. Um, I was going to say, I, I was asking if you guys had gone, gone to that show when they came here. Which was in, I think it was 97, and it was uh, at Le Rendezvous, the late, great Le Rendezvous, which is where we used to always go for punk shows. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing, like, Good Riddance there, and Propaganda, and all those bands, and, like... I saw No Effects, and No Randy. Effects there, I saw, yeah, 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 and you, Who else was there? you go there, and it's, like, you show up, and you're 14 or whatever, and, like, it's really intimidating, because, like, they, they pat you down on the door, yeah. and then you go in, and it's and just it huge, wide open. giant room, there's no tables or chairs or anything, yeah. <laughs> and you get, and this is when you can still smoke indoors, right? Yeah. So, like, oh, you yeah. just reeked, every time I went to the Rendezvous, um, huh. Just absolutely reeked. Yeah, you did, and it was more the, than any other club. Like, yeah, it was, it was crazy. for such a big room, it yeah. really got smoky. Yeah, yeah. It really smoky. Yeah. Well, but this was every single person that was smoking, and the ventilation. I'm guessing was not the ventilation was brutal. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he's like this cloud, but um, and we it got were, so hot in there. It got too. so hot. Remember, in there, yeah, like yeah. I remember just sweating yeah. through my clothes in like yeah. the first ten minutes of the opener. But uh, I love that venue. Oh yeah, I, I kind of forgot about that the uh, aspect of going to punk shows and having your like shirt be sopping wet yeah, 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 yeah. of having to buy a shirt yeah, at the end yeah. of the show oh, because that's why bands sell shirts that's how they do it yeah <laughs> gotta make them sweat shit. you just can't wait you're onto something yeah but um when just I saw the heat start up throwing water on show <laughs> you should yeah just crank it up yeah. get heaters and blast them with the crowd yeah <laughs> <laughs> and okay. then throw like sell disgusting liquids on them but um no I saw the dwarves and they were here with um the Distillers and this like I actually and this is another band that I, I recently re-listened to first two Distillers albums are, actually first three Distillers albums are great they are They're really great good. but the first album was like when it was just all girl band except for the drummer and that, this was the version of the band that we saw and they were super heavy and like raw and awesome and they opened and then it was um, I think the Bouncing Souls played I'm not 100% sure on that but definitely the Dwarves and um, Dropkick Murphys Drugmore the headliners. The Dwarves played, it was crazy. I had never seen them live. I'd only heard a few songs. It was like one of the best punk shows I've ever seen. And um, the Drugmore Murphys came and they had been held up at the border, you know, customs and stuff. So by the time they got there, the show, what I remember is during the Dwarves set, I think um, some kid had, you know, at the long run, people used to always try and get up past the security line. You know, the line of security yeah, guards. Yeah, you could stage The OBO guys. Get up there and stage that, right? So, this one kid, I think during the Dwarf set or the Bouncing Soul set, whichever one it was, he had climbed up and got past security. Security hauled him back, right? So, and started punching the kid in the face. So a bunch of other kids took on the security guard. Yeah. And they ended up, like, kind of being segregated. And there was this big, crazy thing going on. So security obviously called the cops. And you got a room full of hundreds of punk kids at this show where they were pretty hyped up anyway. Yeah. And so, like, they sent this massive, massive, massive amount of cops. Like, just unreal, unnecessary amount of cops. <laughs> They said the canine units, like we counted the cop cars. I mean, I, this is 1997, so I remember what the number was. But when we were leaving the show after it ended, we counted the cop cars, and there was some just, just ridiculous stuff. <laughs> I mean, they didn't do anything. What yeah. happened was they showed up, and everyone sat on the floor. So you have this show, the lights are on <laughs> the rendezvous. Turned into a peaceful yeah, protest. Yeah, it, 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 exactly what happened. And everyone's singing that, you know, that song, um, what the fuck, uh, if the kids are united, we will never be divided. Yeah. You know, that old punk song, right? So you have these stupid kids with Mohawks and shit. And so they're singing that. And like the cops are just, you know, trying to, they're all ready for ready for action you know and it's like this weird thing so Drucking Murphy's come on stage and they're like we can't play the show these guys you know fucking cops shut us down on the border whatever and so they have to go in the parking lot and play a show and since they have all the mandolins and bagpipes and stuff they actually did an acoustic set and at the time I had pictures of it which I'd taken of like this kind of you know big crowd around them yeah. and it was cool uh, I got a picture of the guy from the dwarves uh, Black Dahlia 
um, that because I wrote a review of this for Exclaim. I was writing for Explain when I was in high school. Oh, really? And I did a review of the oh. show, and I got this picture of the guy from the dwarves, like, right in my face, and they ran that with it. I have the picture still somewhere. Nice. It's cool. It's a great show. I mean, it was really memorable, obviously, because of the shutting down thing. And Yeah, especially but, if you were so young and that shit happened. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So you're just like, whoa, punk rock is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And now I'm just like, oh you know, God, now, not dead. now I still listen to it, but I hate everything about it. You know, like, it's like, I hate the subculture around it. I, yeah. I find punk kids to be like, I want to grab them by the mohawk, you know. Well, like, just kind of be like, grow up. Yeah. Get a job. Yeah. Get a job. Get a haircut. You get a haircut. That's get a what I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my cardigan? Yeah. Get off my lawn. You know, I'm a I'm entitled though. You know, I'm a father. I can I can be the old yeah. man. Get off my lawn. You know, like it's it's cool. I guarantee you, my kids are gonna probably do this in the future anyway, right? So like Liz will show up one day when she's 15 with like a pink mohawk, and I'll be like, you know, if you're like, oh no, and then you're gonna call me on the phone and be like. Guess, Guess what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and you'll just be laughing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah I don't know, but no, I don't know. That's so that, that's my memory of the dwarves is, is seeing them at that show, and they were they were great. They they were, I mean, that's a long time ago, but I still remember how awesome they were. And I don't know if they're ever, they've ever come back since, but hmm. I would definitely go see them. That's a band I would for sure make a best effort to go see if I could. Yeah, where well, you were talking more about the rendezvous too, then kind of cut yourself off. But um, yeah, um, during the song. I don't know. I liked. I like the rendezvous. Um, we were talking about the intimidation factor walking in. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, you go, because you were 15 or whatever, or yeah. even younger. I think I was like 14 the first time. I, I think my first show. rendezvous show, I was like 14. And I, I remember going there, like, first of all, you go through the, I mean, we're going to shows at the West End and stuff, right? And yeah. the community centers, mainly. Yeah. I mean, the only shows we ever played when we were like that old was at community centers. That's all you could, yeah. Or people's basements, like, which was like to five people, because, you know, and the parents are upstairs. But, <laughs> so, like, you go to the rendezvous, and it's, this is a huge deal. There's all these adults here, everyone's yeah. smoking, everyone's drinking. And, like, you have to go through, like... Insane, insane security, security yeah. to get and in. And there wasn't just, like, two guards just patting it's you down. It's a row of guards. There was tons of guys. Yeah, and yeah. Because it was, like, a coliseum for tiny yeah. gladiators who wanted to... For sure, yeah. ...circle pit. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So it's crazy. So you get in there, and then you get into this gigantic room, and it's just, like, this is crazy. This is... This is what a show is supposed to... I mean, that's what you always picture a concert is going to be like, right? I mean, I guess you could also picture a big stadium show, an arena show or something, but this is kind of enough in the mid-range that I don't think there's anywhere that really kind of replaced it. In terms of size, like yeah. I think it's um, right, yeah, because so, yeah, there was only Aussies and and that. Well, yeah, we were going to Aussies all the time for shows, right? And the Albert on Sundays, because Sundays was the. Do you remember that? Were you or are you too young for that? I was too young for Albert and Sundays. Yeah, because yeah. for a while the Albert had Sundays as the all age all ages day, which is really weird to think okay. about now. But um, I remember that they had that going. Like I remember seeing it, but I yeah. never went. Like I just wasn't of age yet yeah. to start getting out there, but. Yeah. You weren't of age to go to the All Ages shows. To the All Ages shows. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to go to them yeah. scary places yeah. downtown. Yeah. But yeah, like the rendezvous was that, it was like this big, huge deal. And I saw, I mean, all these bands we already talked about. Um, I saw Sick of It All there, for sure. I, I saw Sick of It All that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, the one show that was uh, very memorable was um, the, we talked about this in a previous show after you too, The Rock Against Racism with Propaganda. Mm-hmm. And uh, JFK and Conspirators played, and Farm Fresh and Mood Rough mm-hmm. and Malfaction. And that was the first time I realized that I shouldn't be standing in the pit during a metal band. And um, Malfaction, when I saw them yeah. the first time ever, that was absolutely insane. It's as insane. Well. Like I can't believe the guy drums that fast. Yeah. Like, and his it's like he's doing a roll with one hand. He's I know. I didn't do other stuff with his hand. Yeah. yeah. Made no yeah. sense. Well, made I, no sense I have um, I have one of their tapes, and it's um. It's still crazy to listen to. Like, it's so heavy. It's so crazy heavy. But they were there, and Kirby. Kirby played that show, and that was really cool, because it was like, first of all, Propaganda was so huge, and even though they were a local band, like, yeah. you know, when I'm 14 or whatever, it's just like, whoa, Propaganda. And Kirby was like our friend's band, like Dave Garrick's band, right? Mm-hmm. So these guys, and then Tim, and it's these guys we knew, 
and it's just like they're playing at the rendezvous yeah. with propaganda and Doing it was impossible. just like oh they made it yeah. and yeah. like JFK and the conspirators holy crap you know because that was the other place we went to shows too all the time was at like Cafe Zanzi's do you remember that? no did you, you didn't go to the mail of Scott's Rose did you at the time? no I didn't do you remember Cafe Zanzi's? no it was right across from the UW and no. now I think it's like a, a sushi place or something. Like, I did. Um, I have it? been to that sushi place. Yeah, yeah. It's like a <laughs> was big. It? it was like a, a Mexican joint at one point. Yeah, too. Was yeah. it an art okay. gallery after? No, you're thinking of maybe it was actually. I'm not sure. You're thinking of the, the label gallery. Oh, the label yeah. gallery was just over there. Yeah. So it was a sushi gen, or was this the Long Island Cafe? I have no idea what it is. I think it's a sushi place now, but it was like a Mexican place or whatever at one point for a long Pretty time. Big room. Huge, 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 huge. Yeah. And like we used to go there, and uh, in like 1997 or 98, I guess, and. We saw JFK and the Conspirators there, Hole and Milka all the time, the Planet Smashers, RWPO played there all the time, and it was awesome. Like, I, I that was really, really cool to, to be able to do that. So, hmm. I know this is, like, reminiscent, you know, like, yeah. story time, but I love that venue. There's so many good venues that were great, and now it's, like... Isn't it cool that we're talking about these venues that aren't around anymore? Yeah, it's And great. the theme is ruined? That's actually really cool. That so makes actually, a lot... We're on topic. We are, we're actually like, on topic. How did that happen? Together. I don't know. It's, it's because, like, if, if you think about it, too, it's, like, it's hard for young bands to come up now in this city. Where is the hell the, do you play? Uh, well, where do you play? Churches? You should guess, not be yeah. playing in churches if you're a kid. No, that's true. You I, should not. I don't care if you're a hardcore band and you're like, well, our friends play here. We want to get brutal with them even if they're getting brutal for Jesus. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do I it. I do remember the first time. I know. Are we, are we cool with talking about old shows? Is that what we're <laughs> yeah, doing right now? I think so. <laughs> I remember the first time I went to a show that turned out to be a Christian show. And, like, I had no idea. Hot Life guys were playing, which were not a Christian band whatsoever, right? And I think they just got invited by some other band to play. And we got there, and we were, like, there to see them. And uh, we go by the merch, you know, you look at this is the West End. So you look at everyone's merch tables. You know, the whole mm-hmm. back section there was the merch tables. I don't know how it is now because they've changed the place, but I don't know right. where the merch goes. It's, it's... Merch goes in the lobby now. Yeah, there's, yeah. like, that big lobby. But they had that little back section. I remember going there, and there's this list of bands on one of the tables. And it was, like, these are bands you can't listen to because they're pro-choice. <laughs> And I was just like, and we're laughing at it. And I felt bad because the people are sitting right there. But we're just like, are you serious? No. We're also like 16 or whatever. And yep. they're 16. And they're so into it. And they're yep. just like looking at us like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> That was weird. I totally forgot about that merch section with like the glass yeah. table. Yeah. And, yeah, and the curtains. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. yeah whatever. No. Like the Christian shows are hilarious. But let's not forget that I played in a Christian you band. You did play in a Christian band. Yeah, it was a yeah, Christian yeah. ska Christian band. Christian ska band. And I could not lie you can download it download it on wish police you can can you can you? yeah yeah Holy <laughs> shit. yeah solar powered rocket car man fuck those guys yeah <laughs> i don't know you know what? I, I think that they were kind of uh like they're nice kids but i, I never knew like, anything except for you obviously but yeah um, but it was weird man like i'll finish your thought i can't even talk about i was just gonna fish. say that they were kind of like part of this weird I mean, obviously, Ska's been around for a long time, and wouldn't yeah. too, right? There's bands even before, like, Grand well, The whole thing about Ska, not Skay, like, oh, that Oh, what song. the hell? You know what? Okay. okay. <laughs> I remember. Okay, this is what I gotta say about that, because I have never had a chance to say about this in any kind of public forum, because do I didn't know it, anybody. It. But I remember we were, Grandpa's Army was still around. That was the Winnipeg Ska board or something. The Winnipeg Ska message board, which was remember all message boards? I remember message boards. <laughs> yeah. board, yeah. But there was, oh, the punk or whatever, it was the Winnipeg Ska message board, and Grandpa's Army was kind of, like, in the dying days at this point. I think we were, like, about to play the final show. Or maybe even the reunion show. And so we're looking up all this stuff about other local bands that were playing at Scalloween. So it was the reunion show, I think. And I was like, Solar Power Rocket Car, what is this? So we went to the website, and uh, a bunch of us were just sitting there looking at it together. And we're looking at the, not Skay? And they were reading the lyrics, and we're like, this is not, like, who pronounces Ska as Skay? Like, you have a whole song? I was how- there when that was thought up, though. I remember, the, well, I was in the band. But it was because uh, some the guy in the band who played trumpet, 
spray-painted ska on his shirt. Okay. And some kid in high school was like, what's skay? <laughs> <laughs> and even, yeah, it's true, though. It's like, this Who isn't everything to do with the band. This is just, that's poor grammatical and yeah. English skills, syntax. That's a random thing to write a song about, though. Like, yeah, one guy mispronouncing the name of the genre. Yeah, I don't know that bad. I like, think it was just like not having any experience to pull from, so you wrote about the only things that happened to you. I thought because you mentioned it being a Christian one that this was going to be like an anti-gay thing. Scott not scared. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what it was, and I, I never know, had maybe, an yeah. idea. But did they? They didn't have a lot of overt Christian stuff in their songs, did they? I mean, no. I think that might have came from me though, because I was always like, okay, I wrote this music. I don't want this to be about this. And they're like, well, we're playing in churches, so it should be some kind of. Did you guys actually stuff. play in church churches? Yeah, we played in churches a bunch. I didn't know that. It was always kind of like, I don't know. It was a bit of a struggle. They were actually for a bunch of like tight ass Christian kids. They were kind of dicks. Yeah. Like to be honest, like they were not very fun to hang out with. They're very much in their own thing, and like once every five practices, like because my parents are Roman Catholic, and I right. was like not very religious whatsoever, right. even though I kind of like, I was hanging out with these kids, so I kind of tried to see if I wanted to get into it. I was fucking 15, 16. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you can do what you do. Yeah. And like, they'd be like, you accepted Jesus into your heart. Really? Like, at band practice, it's like, that's really, play that's the like, fucking song. Yeah, it's like, over the, yeah. Over uh, the line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just weird. It was weird, and I'm kind of glad that I guess I came from that. Yeah. You know, because, like, now I just hate it all the much more, so yeah. I can put that into my music. You can be angry about yeah. having been in SPRC. A healthy, healthy, like, you know, love of Satan gets me going <laughs> through rock and roll. Yeah. Yes. My, my association with that band, though, I've only, I only saw you guys a few times live, was at um, Hemp Rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we had a good time at Hemp Rock. Yeah, Hemp Rock like, was a good venue. Another was, dead venue. And we played venue. with like bands like Lackadaisical yeah, yeah. and Jordan and Gation, that like little brown guitar yeah, yeah, player yeah. who was yeah. incredible. Wasn't he in Thieves briefly? Yeah, he was, yeah. In the old version of Thieves? Yeah, like the good version. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> he uh, he's in, what's their name? Kids and Heroes or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like some like pop punk yeah, band. Yeah. But like, for what they do, man, for the type of pop punk they play, they're really good. So if you hear this, check them out. I think I like that was kids. actually the pop punk band that I saw at the Pyramid. Uh, at the Brad Attacks Going Away show and I remember talking to whoever was sitting next to me this makes me feel like such an old man but I was just like we're looking at them and we're just like what the fuck because the way they were dressed was totally incongruent with the type of music they were playing like what were they dressed like well it was like they're playing punk rock but I'm just, just so used to, like, like I'm so used to seeing what punk kids yeah yeah, yeah it was weird like it was really weird they because had, like, they're, they're pop punk right, right so it's kind of it's yeah. like, it just didn't fit though and, like, they're, they're, they're acting all aggressive and stuff but the guys got one of those like you know, those hats with the flat brim and the sticker still on it, and they're wearing, like, you know... Like, and it, was, it was really, like, they had, like, an image, rather... Oh, yeah, I know punk has a huge image, but yeah. the image is punk is, like, I'm disgusting, and I wear shorts made entirely out of patches, and, like, you know, I haven't bathed in six weeks. But this was just, like, you know, it was weird. It didn't but fit. That's, but it does fit. They're young kids, though. Yeah. And that's how punk was to them, really. Like, that was I know, it's Blink-182 and stuff, right? Yeah. That was what they... And this is what I was talking about at the show, because we're, like, this is their points of reference for what punk is. I mean, if I'm thinking of what punk is for my era of people, of, like, my gener our generation... Is like rancid, right? Yeah, leather and jackets. So leather ja yeah. I mean, and that's just a throwback to the '70s stuff, anyway. But I mean, even a band like No Effects, which you know that, that's pop punk. Yeah. But the way they look, they look kind of gross, you know, like they, they got. They, they got <laughs> and it was for well, it was to sell records, really. But yeah, another thing too is like it is for a reason. Like the whole image of that isn't supposed to be socially acceptable. It's supposed to. It's selling counter counterculture. Counterculture, you know, and like even if it is creating its own like non-counterculture yeah. like double negative there yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what I mean it's no, like true, yeah. even if it's creating a thing that's like everyone has to dress up, like the goth kids on yeah. South Park you yeah. know it's like 
or if like you want to be bossy, you have to be exactly like you have to be exactly like us. Yeah, and you have to hate all the conformists. Same things we hate. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, so it's weird. It's just weird to see because, like, I mean, even people who are pretending to be nonconformist by dressing yeah. punk, <laughs> or at least doing the costume thing, and this was like, it almost seems like I had a different costume on, which is I don't know how to explain it. It was weird. It was just. I guess off putting a little the bit. weird thing for me that I did want to say, we talked about this a little earlier about kind of like newer punk bands. Yeah. I know we're almost out of time here. Yeah. But um we got one more song left we're good. Yeah. yeah. The the one thing though is like it's it's weird to me that there's these kids who grow up and I'm not going to lie about this like the music I listen to is better than the music you listen to and that's how I'm always going to believe in it. Like no not you guys specifically, to, yeah. I mean these guys. Right. You know, but like <laughs> but you know what I mean like yeah. you have that same kind of opinion about yourself even though I completely respect what yeah. you listen to. I still you like still the like music. You still like yours better. I still like yeah. that yeah, for, sense, sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Everyone does. You do everyone, but yeah. I still don't understand those kids who like they listen to this music it's like I'm gonna stick up for myself, and yeah. it's like this pop music, and it's like, man, have you ever heard the fucking Gories? Yeah, have yeah, you yeah. ever Gories, heard the Gories? Yeah, they're, great. they're the greatest yeah, band in, of all time, yeah. of all time. The Detroit garage band for from sure, like the great. 80s, yeah. the late 70s, 80s, right? They're, they're later than that. They're more recent. Than oh, that. I thought no, they're playing right now, but I think no way, man. I think it was 80s. Coming. It was 80s for sure, man. Uh, I don't know. It, it was 80s. But anyway, the Gories are the greatest. Anyway, yeah, it's just like okay, you hear this, and it's like. Yeah, okay, the production value is nowhere near as clean as what you're listening to now, but you can turn this record on and you can dance with the person of preferred gender that you want to spend your time with yeah. or by yourself. You can actually dance to this shit. I don't want to sound like an old man being like, well, you can't dance to this music yeah. now. But it's like, no, but these kids are going to shows and they don't have any motivation to be at the show. They don't have yeah. anything to be there for. Like, the messages are weak. Yeah. The, the friendships are weak because now it's like a bunch of like catty high school girl bullshit as opposed to like going places and like meeting folks like yeah. i remember meeting you at a ska show and it yeah. was like hey i'm let's sam yeah. <laughs> yeah let's do this and it was yeah. just like oh, okay awesome like, and that's this how i met fun. steve mcbay yeah i mean i knew colin and you guys you knew steve maybe and that's how that whole thing yeah and then i uh, yeah and like colin and i are like super good friends yeah, like awesome. still to yeah. this day yeah. and it's just like it came because like we went there and there was something to offer for us so even though we didn't really even care about the ska and reggae necessarily that was going on right around us it was like that was something that we bonded over, but it seems like there's nothing for these kids to really bond over as much other than just like pretending to see how much they can get fucked up on like shitty Coors Light beer. Is that what it's about? Now? I, I guess so. Like, you know, like, have you listened to new pop music? I don't like it. Seen their videos? Um, yeah. But I have to just figure out. I, I, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so the Gories are in 86 to 93 originally. And yeah, it was, together I knew it was 80s. Like, yeah. Back together in the late 2000s. Because yeah. I know I'd heard them recently being together, so that's why it was confusing. Yeah, they got but, back. They're actually playing a show with the Sonics and okay. Shannon and the Clams and stuff. For Sticker Guy, you know the guy out of the States who yeah, does yeah, the vinyl yeah. stickers? Yeah. He's having his show in Detroit. Wow. He's having like his 20th anniversary show. It's wow. the Sonics and the Gories headlining. That's crazy. I want to go. I really am considering driving down to this. That would be really cool. But what? I guess one thing that kind of ties in with all this that we were talking about, yeah. this rant, into yeah. the song that I was going to play. Yeah, because they're going to end on the song. So yeah. yeah. So like the song I picked, not only, I didn't even realize that today that we're recording this is Blue Monday. It's Blue yeah. Monday by Buddy Holly. But Buddy Holly was a punk in his own time kind of if if yeah. you really think about it you, he was kind of more like uh kind of later 50s to 60s kind of thing right yeah did he make it in the 60s like 62 when did he die look it up no i don't remember i think it was, the music died i don't know that. i don't know the date though i think it was 62 i think it was like february he was in the winter february the winter. 8th or something but 62 but anyway it's just like he was he was 
doing cool counterculture things, and he was giving people a reason. 59, dead in 59. Dead in 59? February 3rd, 59. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, 2009 was his 50th. The anniversary, yeah, they yeah. did a big thing about it, yeah. Okay, so, well, anyway, it's just, like, that era, the, like, rock and roll, kind of, like, hip rock and roll is already happening in other places, too. Yeah. You know, so, like, you had, like, your son records and all that that was, like, putting out these, like... Carl Perkins and shit. Elvis who were, and one, yeah. yeah, and all that. Cash. Yeah, and like guys who were selling a bunch of records on the railroad. Yeah. And then Buddy Holly was like the second wave that never kept going. It was kind of like him and like Otis Redding too, like I was telling you, you know, yeah. I couldn't decide between an Otis track or a Buddy track for the same reason. I, I don't know. It's like both these guys, but they were they were really adamant about playing their own music, like, you know, producing themselves, playing their yeah. own music kind of thing. Like Otis Redding, someone was like, "Okay, you got here's your backing track." He's like, "Backing track, I'm gonna play a song yeah. different every time I play it." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, it's and you like, hear that on his live recordings that like he doesn't stick to like. No, it's just it's what's happening. I, I was gonna, I know we're, we're, whatever. I forget the time limit. Yes. Um, I was. Uh, oh, well, you and my friend might care, but uh, <laughs> um, when you said uh, Otis Redding, I was thinking I had had this theory years ago, like that if Otis Redding hadn't died, because well, he died super young, right? Yeah. If he hadn't died young, music could have potentially been totally different now oh based same. on based on him being alive because like i mean when he died right that kind of i mean there's still people on stacks and all that doing that kind of style but, but it really moved over into like the cheesy lover man like yeah. 70s r&b shit and like that kind of totally changed how the whole direction of that kind of music went because they realized that they can produce a product grind a certain amount of cash from it, take it out. It's like chicken feed. Yeah. So they know, do, like, or, and the, the organicness of it, having like a guy with like the, the set backing band that was unbelievable, right? Mm -hmm. And like, it, it just seems like it kind of switched over to like more of this like, uh, we're gonna, I don't know. I mean, obviously Prince sell records all along, but it's yeah. just like this kind of overproduced, slick kind of uh, like Isaac Hayes type stuff, you know? Yeah. And but, I mean, no offense, you know, Isaac Hayes did some good music, but I can't listen to his albums the same way I can listen to, like he would have just stayed a songwriter, I think. Yeah for stacks if he hadn't if things hadn't kind of shifted and he needed to kind of step up and make them some money and other guys yeah. like that too right and it was all just like uh, bedroom stuff rather than like soul you know what I mean and yeah. it just and then you listen to 80s R&B which is terrible I mean it's, absolutely the worst and into 90s into and 90s and and is it even R&B listen to R&B in like 1945 or 50s like it was great it was music you're not even allowed to listen to yeah. if you're white <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that's what it was because it was that good because well, they didn't yeah. want you to be smart yeah. you know and like that was smart yeah good fun music and then you listen, listen to, to usher yeah and then you listen to usher and you're like wow well shoot me in the dick I don't need <laughs> well it's the truth you're laughing i'm not man it's terrifying yeah i don't enjoy it no, no enjoy it's bad yeah. man i don't like and it and then usher spawns justin bieber he does he did he yeah. actually directly yeah. spawned that yeah. shit <laughs> and it's just like and you can hate on justin bieber as much as you want and all this stuff bieber, he is, how you say his name? bieber he's he's making he's french canadian it's weird because he's making lots of money and there's this big market of people who are supporting it. So it's like, am I actually crazy in thinking that the music I like isn't that good? But no, it's not that. People are just getting dumber as time goes on. Human intelligence I don't know about peaked. that. I think so, man. Oh, you think it's like idiocracy? I think it. I think it's a little bit of an idiocracy. You know, it's like, I'm going to eat this because it's in front of me and I'm basically right. a piece of cattle who has to go to work or grind some money for my boss and be happy about my shitty TV. You know, like, <laughs> that's, that's what, it's what I feel like, at least. What like, I mean is, like, you know, have you seen it, obviously? Yeah. Like, I mean, the thing at the beginning where it's, like, all the dumb people are having 600 kids each, yep. and then, like, people who are more educated are, in general, tend to wait mm -hmm. longer, and then, they, by the point, it's too late, so they have, like, one kid, if any, yep. and then, so, like, the, the idiots keep, you know, propagating massive amounts, you know, like, someone yep. has seven kids when they're 20, like, you know, versus someone who waits till their, their mid-20s or, or early 30s to have a kid, so... Do you think that's actually happening? Well, no, I don't believe it's that. So I, we're not going to get to the point where like people put Mountain Dew on their lawns? Or no, I believe it's more of like a social structure thing where people are like, 
you know, uh, it's it's okay to accept this bad music because it's on the radio. It's not it's on the radio because it's good, or right. it's not on the radio because it's bad. It's just it's on the radio, so I listen to it. The radio is a tool for me to learn new but music. But isn't that always what the radio has been, though? No, it, it hasn't. Always... The, radio was a way to kind of like fight your way and showcase your way in a smaller market. But now radio. But those radio stations, they were owned by different guys who did different right. things, had different tastes. Different yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like, yeah, sure, there was a radio station who was playing just country western, selling to the people, yeah. you know. Selling. But now there's some big mega company that owns all of these yeah, 700 radio stations across the country. It's true, and like, play, same playlist. You, yeah. now the artists who want to be on the radio and actually get those royalties that are supposed yeah. to be going to artists and not yeah. just worker bees, you know, it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When yeah, I say that, like, yeah. plenty of offense to anyone who's offended, but if you don't get it, like, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. And uh, anyway, it's just like, the radio it goes out to the radio and the the people who should be hearing it and actually having this variety and these choices to listen from and get into things you know and like the radio station should have like a weirdness noise hour for 30 minutes like yeah. once a week you know people listen to that okay that's the time I'll turn on to this station why do the stations if they're all owned by the same people still fight for the same audience you know it's like weird. It's, weird. It, it's it's really strange to me it's like shouldn't they just be like kind of working yeah, together complimenting yeah but but they're not because they're owned by cr- cr- yeah, by constantly keeping us in conflict, we are, uh, yeah, we're just, like, we're not getting any smarter. You know, there's, it's, it's true, you know, and it's, like, you've got, like, the people who are more elite about their music who, we don't even care to share it anymore, man. It's just, like, well, this is our thing now. We tried. Yeah. We tried when we were younger. Now I'm just gonna buy rad records and listen to them in my bedroom because fuck you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you agree with me, but I don't care. I get, I get some <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. I, I feel like, um, there was... I think I'm just getting bombarded by ideas and no, I'm having fine. a hard time cool. like, letting them This is them why you should just do your own show where you just sit there and rant for an hour and we'll throw in wish police. This is a, um, I think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to just come and shoot me yeah, one day. Probably, yeah, probably, like, yeah. But no, I, I think that I, I just, like, we'll play the song in a second because we're running out of time here. Yeah. But I think that, like, um, it kind of depends on how old you are, too, in the sense that what was on the radio when we were, like, when I was 12 years old and first started buying my own tapes. Yeah. Uh, what was on the radio was Nirvana, it was Pearl Jam, it was Soundgarden, it was all the Mud Honey, not Mud Honey, I wish, they, I wish they'd be on the radio. But you know, even like the, 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 the crappy like grunge knockoff bands and stuff yep. even at the time, right? But like, and that was that was awesome, but to a kid now, maybe what he's hearing on Night Power 97 is what he's into and is awesome. Yep. So like, it's hard to say like, yeah, what is on the mainstream radio sucks because when, it, when I was a kid, it was great and I still think it's great. So maybe it just matters what area you're born into. Maybe someone likes whatever. I don't even know what a new band is that, called now, but like that song about the diamonds is just awful. Which yeah, is, but are you kidding me? Like you can't listen to Nicki Minaj and think that yeah. that's good music. But maybe someone can though. Maybe someone who but is different. It, I can't. I think it sucks. I think it's brutal. But I do. You can't. I, I do kind of agree with Greg that it's a stupider part of their brain that's enjoying that song. Yeah, yeah. It's just like. Yeah. But the thing is too that those people won't all of a sudden be like, I had a good time at the radio today. Turn it off. Go turn on like an MP3 or something of like say. Oh, what were they playing like two hundred years around this time? Right. And actually look up like something that's been recorded like from a piece that was saved, you know, and like listen to that. It'll be like, I wonder what they were listening to in like nineteen ten right now, yeah. you know, and like actually kind of research for themselves. Well, think. there's no, there's no backtracking anymore. I find one of the things that sucks about MP3 is I think that's, that's what's bad about bands too, though. Yeah. Bands don't do that. Bands like I've played in a couple bands that thought that like songs like Twist and Shout were originally Beatles songs. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, but those are all R&B songs that are like recreated. But that's an age thing, I think, because people who don't grow up. But those guys are my age. But how old are you? I'm 27. You're 27, so you're like, when was the last time? Uh, I mean, did you grow up with tapes? Probably. 
Uh, I had a couple tapes, but Wait, honestly, CDs, right? I didn't really get into music until I was maybe in grade 10, 11. Okay. And that was, like, after 2000, man. That's like, what I mean. So, like, I mean, I just think that, um, like, people now, they mainly listen to MP3s, right? Like, 90% of the people you meet, even even our age and older. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm 30, you're 30, right? Like I listen to MP3s and records. You listen to MP3s it. a lot more, probably more than I do, even. Yeah. And, like, it's just a common thing to do now, right? Yeah. And, like, so, if you listen to MP3s, yes, you have the internet where you can look shit up. But I think that people in general are not doing what we used to do, where you get a tape. I mean, like this is the perfect example. Of this is, is "Loving Calling." When I got that record, my dad's old copy of the, of the album, mm-hmm. I was like, "This is amazing!" And I'm looking at the songwriting credits, and it's like the ones that aren't Strummer Jones are obviously cover songs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who is this? Right. I'm gonna go figure out who this is, yeah. and I'm gonna look up the original version of this song. But now people just have that MP3 in that song, and they listen to that one, and they listen to that song. And, and there it, are might notes. Be, it might even be yeah. mislabeled. I remember yeah. when the file sharing first uh, started. People were like, just writing anything. Napster and Kazan and all that stuff. Yeah. And we used to put Grandpa's Army songs and label them, mislabel them on purpose as Britney Spears, so people would be downloading Britney Spears end up with like you yeah. know a ground but just to yeah. mess with people right so yeah even with cds like the first thing i would do while i was listening to it was pull liner scan notes. all of the liner notes yeah. and everything that that was yeah. in there yeah and now i don't think people don't even care about liner notes yeah. i don't i don't think people but don't they don't care who's producing the i have to say tracks, no. i know we've been talking about a lot of the negatives right now but some of the positives are like look at like vinyl uh revitalization it's right great. now like it's, it's huge and it's you know what's part of it you get a vinyl but you get your mp3s with it so you so have somebody have, who cared, yeah. so they can take it with them, yeah. but they also have that tangible thing they can listen to, that thing they can pass around to their friends they can listen to. And it's like, having having those two work together is the step of like bringing good music back, in my opinion. You know, like, yeah. I don't know how many people who go to, uh, who go to like a big, let's say, name a big artist, because I can't. Can either a big artist from now? Anywhere, like go to one of those shows, if they those people start putting out twelve inch records, how many are they gonna sell? Like not very many. I don't think those people will ever understand the concept of having records. No, they don't care about it. Yeah, their fans don't care about it. Their fans are twelve years old. Yeah, and a twelve year old is not gonna want to buy they records. Care, the twelve year old when the twelve year old is twenty five, they might think, hey, wait a minute, this is really cool. I'm interested in this and do it because I don't think records are ever gonna lose popularity. And yeah. a lot of people are. I know. Uh, we're way off topic here. We're gonna play the song in two seconds, but a lot of people, a lot <laughs> of people, I find are, are kind of snobs about records. I mean, I've been yeah. listening to vinyl as like a main. Not that I'm trying to like you know uh, like brag about Defender. this or anything, but I've been listening to vinyl as a main, my favorite type of format since I was about fifteen or sixteen. I had CDs of new stuff because that's yep. all you could get. But I had I had a record player, and it's my record collection has grown significantly since then. And I kind of feel like there's a lot of people who just get into it now who are huge, huge snobs about it, and it's like they're all obsessed with like. Um, they're kind of like people who collect comic books and don't read them where they're like this is the second pressing I spent $300 yeah. on this on eBay and it's like it's a record you're supposed to listen to it if I have a choice between buying a, spending $300 on the first pressing of something or spending $15 on a reissue I'm buying the reissue I don't care I want the music on it and I, I think that there's this whole market of weird collector snobs that I mean it's cool that they're buying records and gen- therefore making records more available but it's weird but this is why the mp3 kids are disappearing this is why, like, those music fans don't stay music fans forever and they just eat the radio garbage, and that's what that's for. <laughs> right. Because a record's a tool for sharing, and an MP3's a record, or a tool for taking it with you. And yeah, they're scared true. of turning the MP3 into a sharing tool, but it isn't. Man, sometimes most people will be like, oh, man, you gotta send me these songs. Remember MSN Messenger? Yeah. People would send you songs? I'd be like, download it, so they see file downloaded, and then throw it right yeah. in the trash. I'm like, I'm not listening to this. Yeah. I don't care. But, like, I remember first time I ever sat down and socially listened to records was in this basement. Was it? It was in this awesome. basement. Awesome. And we were listening to reggae, and it was something to do with gross or something. Yeah, and yeah. we were just sitting around, and we were having, like, just a good time. It was yeah. before you were even married. Yeah. And you just threw on uh, 
You just throw out a record. Probably this like, record. It was probably this record because it's like it's I've had this since I was a teenager. Sticking sure. me in the head. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, it was cool. It was like yeah. you turn this on and it was awesome and it was a tool for sharing. And yeah. all of a sudden, who knew the most about reggae in that time within like a week? It was yeah. me because I was like, holy shit! I need to start buying records. Yeah, remember you showed up. You had like this big stack of forty fives you picked up all at once, right? You yeah, had, yeah. And you were, it was great. You had like, and we like, listened to all these like yeah. killer like toots in the yeah. Maytals and stuff, yeah. and we were like having a great I time. I still have a big box of that stuff, man. Awesome. I should. Uh, <laughs> I am gonna bring you that Robster record. Yes, too. I'd like to hear. Yeah, so for sure. You can keep it because I'm done with seven inches. All right. So done completely. Yeah, I just I hate flipping them over. I'm not a DJ. I love I love doing it. I actually um. I like rock and roll seven inches, but I like them because I like giving the band ten bucks. Yeah, I like listening I like to it a too. couple times. I like, I like getting my MP3s and I like giving it away. That's cool. That's what I think that it's the best for. It's the best calling card. It's a musical calling card. I like the thing I like about listening to seven inches is that I can um, change my mind quickly. Like if I if, if there's yeah, you don't that, have to listen to the whole album. I like listening to the whole album, but if it's something that I'm only somewhat interested in and there's a single I really like, then it's like A side B side, find something else. You know. Yeah. Whereas like. I kind of feel almost obligated to listen to a whole record if I have it on. It's like, I don't always do it, but it's like, you know, I, I have this LP, I want to listen from start to finish. And sometimes it's like, this is just a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll live with it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But sometimes, i got to say, like, I'll rarely make it through a full 7-inch. Really? That's the thing for me, because, like, if I'm ready to change the record already by the time it plays out, I'm like, I'm just going to pick up my guitar. That's yeah. just what I do. So I'm just like, I'd rather be playing this music right now. So, yeah. like, when I throw on a 12-inch, it's like, okay, cup of tea, by the window reading a book nice. and it's like I can just like go through this whole like yeah. 33 and it's great and there's also the whole the whole uh, I mean because you have you're holding the record in the social situation I mean mm-hmm. too it's like I put the record on hey check out this do you want to see the do you want to see art, the cover yeah. and everyone passes it around it always happens like when we've been doing the show whenever we have vinyl as, as part of the records we're playing it's like here do you want to look at the lyrics uh, the liner notes whatever it's easy playing. to look yeah. at a 12 inch cover yeah it's easy it's hard to look at a cd it's too little it's boring and it's plastic anyway we gotta we gotta like so we're gonna play anyway it's gonna be blue monday by buddy holly on blue monday although you won't be hearing this blue monday if you want to hear more of this show actually you might hear this like tomorrow right how long did you put it up on thursday it comes on thursday so okay um if you want to get more of these more episodes of witch police radio you can go to witchpolice.blogspot.com there's a podcast page it has all the past episodes this is number nine so we've done eight, eight before this uh, you can also listen on Monday nights on UMFM 101.5 in Winnipeg at 11 p.m. Central Time, or you can go on their website and stream it at umfm.com. And there's also a way we can set it up so uh, podcasts of the radio versions can be downloaded from their site. It's not set up yet, but we're going to get on that. So Cool, man. So, yeah, Greg Arcade, are you going to go by your real name? or is there No, no, we're going to keep it to the stage name. Keep it to the arcade. I've pissed right. too many people off. All right, so, yeah, thanks yeah. for coming. No um, worries, man. This is really fun. Yeah. Thanks it's... for letting me hang out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Remember for changing records, yeah, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just the whole time you're like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm lifting my finger. Yeah. And... So yeah, we'll get. Um, I want to get you on for an interview time episode, um, which is the other podcast I do. Yeah, yeah, I'm so um, in. Uh, and talk about A1 Records. Yeah, in we should do that. We I've... should do that on a separate one, man. There's enough material to talk about. I will bring deep tracks. That's what I mean. I want to do a yeah. whole interview time episode. Yeah, we should do about A1 Records. Yeah, yeah like an hour, sure. hour and a half, two hour, whatever. Yeah. We just go <laughs> whatever it takes. And, I think uh, that was one of the most fun things I ever did, man. I think we need to play a song now and say goodbye. But I will talk okay, about that. Okay, all right. Yeah. So all right. yeah, stay tuned for an interview time with Greg. Uh, whenever we get around to it, but uh, enjoy uh, Witch Police Radio. Bye. <laughs>